Welcome to Konaha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Ruby. I'm Gwen. Hi. Hi. Hey, Gwen. It's episode 30. We're here. Yeah, episode 30, the big 3-0. This is the biggest number anybody's ever had a podcast reach. No, it's not. Really? Yeah. It's the biggest number I've ever had a podcast reach. Does that count? I mean, me too. Okay, that's good. That's pretty, yeah, okay. Well, that counts. That's, that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into like a solipsis thing. I don't think anybody else has ever made a podcast. That wasn't me. Uh-huh. If I ever guessed it on a podcast, it only existed when I was there. Um, I can't commit to this. I don't believe this at all. How's it been? How have you been this last week? Oh, I've been good. Um, a lot of my week was eaten up by dealing with, like, computer stuff. Yeah, you you had, like, some computer issues that you resolved in a very powerful and sexy manner, I understand. Yeah, um, do you want me to tell that story? I can tell that story. You should totally tell that story. Alright, so, recently, I bought a new motherboard, CPU, and case. Right, because my graphics card's fine, my power supply is fine... You know, I have plenty of RAM, like, everything's good except for those three. And so, like, I I, I built the PC, and, you know, it, it's not like there were there were no hitches, but, like, you know, no, normal PC building stuff, like, nothing, nothing too big of a deal. But there was a problem. Episode 29 was on my old hard drive, and we needed that. We did need that. The only issue is, when I plug the old hard drive into, into this here PC... Because the file was in a was in the documents folder of uh, like a Windows user that I was no longer you know using, uh, it decided not to give me access to it, and so I tried some like file recovery stuff that like ran for hours and didn't give me shit, and eventually got to the point where the thing I had to do was go and fetch the old case with the old motherboard and old CPU like basically out of the dumpster to bring it back in here and like. Frankenstein the two towers together just enough to where I don't have to take everything apart. Uh, and so, like, it gets what is basically the old computer running again in order for me to, like, move the file we need, episode 29, onto a place in the hard drive that I can access on the other computer. And it felt great. I felt so powerful. I was so strong. I had to, like, I had to hold the CPU fan in place while it was running. Because it came out, it, it was, like, old and, like, a little bit busted, and so, like, the clips were fucked up, and, like, it wouldn't go back in, so I, like, held it in place while it was, uh, transferring the file over, and I felt so fucking strong. You were so fucking strong. You got there, and, like, obviously, uh, you know, everybody listening to this podcast knows that we got episode 29 recovered. I mean, that shit is on the Patreon while we're recording this, so, like... Yeah, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, that's, that's why I'm invincible. Mm-hmm. I've still, like, kind of been, like, I feel like I've been on break from, like, doing shit I talk about in this first second of the podcast still. Um, I feel like, like, I- I'm starting to feel as just row up again. Like, maybe next week I'll have some shit to talk about. But, like, you know, I-, I-, I think that, like, maybe having a bit of time where I'm just, like, maybe not doing all that shit is, uh, it's been all right. And I'm-, I'm sure I'll, like, really appreciate it just in time to, like, burn myself out and watching too much shit that's during in fall. But, like, you know, for now, I'm, like, uh, I'm slowly getting back there. I'm slowly getting ready to watch anime again that is for podcasts, but also is, like, sort of for podcasts because I want to talk about it here. Mm-hmm. you know how it is yeah 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 nice so that's 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 my update which is like pretty insubstantial but uh you know mm-hmm. that's that's how it is sometimes watch licorice rico with you again still a good show still a good fucking show 
Greg, Greg, I say this every week, unless it gets really bad for some reason. But, like, why would it do that? Yeah, I can't imagine why it would do that. That would be a betrayal. The only way that show would get bad is if, is if like, it got, like, super fucking straight last, last second. Like, they just introduced the boys in the last episode to be like, okay, they're gonna go get married now. <laughs> yeah, they go get married. Uh, did you, had you not heard about Chisato and Takeda's boyfriends, uh, we, we, we must have forgotten to mention them in the first, like, 11 episodes, but they're here now. <laughs> we can't, we can't even joke about this. There's no, I mean, there's no, I feel like that at least is pretty unlikely. Extreme, yeah, it's extremely unlikely, but, like, every time we speak it, we see, we speak it a little bit more into being. So, like, we have to stop. I'm choosing to believe in this one specific area that I don't possess that power, that I'm not that strong. All, all of those situations, I'm in, invincible and can do anything. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. that's just. I'm, I recognize my limits here and here only. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, you're so cool. Thank you. Oh my god. Do you want to I can talk about Naruto? Yeah, we could talk about Naruto. Yeah, okay. Episode 89 An Impossible Choice The Pain Within Tsunade's Heart. Jiraiya shows Naruto the final step in his Rasengan training. He needs to hold an air-filled balloon in his hand with the Rasengan and not pop it. Naruto wants to stick around and train, but Jiraiya needs them to start moving to find Tsunade. Tsunade wants to know what Orochimaru wants, and he tells her about his arms in the third Hokage's cool murder. She turns him down, so Orochimaru taunts her about her dead loved ones. Alright, so before we get all the way into this episode, I want to talk a little bit about, like, the construction of English Naruto episode titles, because th- there's been a few times where I've noticed, like, oh, hey, the thing that they're saying in Japanese doesn't really match at all with the thing they're saying the English episode of this title is. And, like, this time, the Japanese episode title is just Hamon. Like, that's it. Like, you know, it's just, like, ripple, which means, like, both, both in, like, the little sense of, like, ripples on the water or whatever, but also, like, in the more, you know, like, metaphorical sense of, like, repercussions, like, spreading out from, like, a single event, right? Very similar con- connotations to that word in English and Japanese. And it, it's just very fascinating to me the ways in which, like, the English localization of the show wound up, like, constructing something that is more within, like, this sort of uh, preconceived idea of what anime episode titles are like. Yeah, yeah, I I noticed this too a while ago. Yeah, like, there's, there's been a few times this happened. There was, like, one episode a while back where, like, part of the Japanese title was Naruto just yelling, oh no, that didn't really get carried over. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, you know, it's, it's happened a few times, but this one was just, like, so, like dramatic in terms of like oh they made like an episode title that is like seven entire words longer <laughs> than the uh the, the single word japanese title it, it, it's just like it, it is fascinating to me the way in which like a production like this like a like a, like a translation production would like work to um like maintain that set of expectations you know i don't know i, I think it's just interesting basically yeah totally anyway on to the actual episode I feel like this episode begins with, like, maybe the most father and son Naruto and Jiraiya moment yet, where Jiraiya is, like, doing his big, goofy, like, let's go proclamation, and Naruto's like, you're not fucking funny. <laughs> you think you're, like, fucking funny, but you're not. God, quit, quit being so embarrassing, Dad. <laughs> it's it's great. It's very cute. You know, Naruto, like, really doesn't want to fucking just head off and do shit. He wants to, like, learn how to do the Rasengan more. And so Jiraiya's like, okay, here's, like, stage three. He, like, brings up another balloon, and there's, like, this great, like, extremely despair-filled, like, like, oh, I, I, I can't fucking believe I'm seeing balloons again. He's so sick of this shit. He doesn't want to see anything less than balloons. It's, it's beautiful. Like, it's a great, a great it's, like, a great, a great moment of, like, delivery from Jinko Takeuchi. It's, like, Naruto is just, like, miserable yeah. at the fact that whatever he's doing next involves more balloons. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a, it's a switch up this time. This time you're supposed to not pop the balloon. Yeah, hey, well, so Andrea's demonstrating this, right? Like, he, he's holding the balloon in one hand, and he's like, you know, it looks like nothing is happening, but actually, this is happening. And then he does the rust gun in his other hand. Mm-hmm. What are the odds that Andrea's actually doing anything in that balloon? I mean, I wouldn't bother, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, how would he know? <laughs> like, you know? Like, he knows he can do it, right? And, like, he knows he can make it approximately the same size as the balloon or whatever. So, like, why even bother Like, why, why even bother going through all the extra effort, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's normal. It's, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's just a great way to, like, say, save on effort, you know? It's, uh, the, the kid will buy it, you know? He's not really, like, the type to be all that, like, uh, incredulous about these sort of th- things, you know? It, it, it's, uh, it's fine. The other thing I want to touch on with regards to this is, like, you know, now that we're seeing the Rasengan a few more times, I think that sort of stood out to me is, like, it is interesting the ways in which, like, the, the Rasengan is just, like, largely a digital effect, right? Um, yeah. Like, I think, I think this winds up being the case for, like, the Chidori a lot of the time, too, where it's just, like, a lot of, uh, you know, just a lot of, like, lightning effects, like, overlaid over Sasuke's hand. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, it, it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's just interesting the way in which, like, this, this is, like, obviously a very iconic visual in Naruto, right? Like, the, the Rasengan is something that gets used a lot. But, like, I, I can't, like, immediately off the top of my head think of a lot of times where it's, like, actually, like, you know, uh, like, drawn on a frame basis, frame basis by, like, you know, traditional key animation practices rather than, like, yeah, here's a digital effect, which, like, makes sense. Like, you know, it's a lot of, like, lines spinning very fast, which seems like kind of a pain in the ass. Um, I guess I'm, like, curious to see if there, if there are, like, particular moments where, like, breaks past that and, like, goes all out on the wrestling or if it's just, like, I was kind of like this. I mean, like, either way, it's fine. It's not really, like, a dig on the thing. And I'm, I'm like... At the very least, so acclimated to like how the Rasengan looks that it doesn't like feel like it sticks out to me. Like if it is like kind of poorly integrated to the extent that it actually stands out, I couldn't tell you because I just have watched Naruto too much and I'm like oh yeah, that's the Rasengan. This is this is regular to me. Yeah, totally. Like now that you're bringing it up, I have been curious what it looks like in the comic. Oh, I could like get an. I, I didn't have an image for that in my notes, but I could grab one quick if you want to see. If it's not too much trouble, it shouldn't be hard. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. It does look like he's holding a spaghetti orb. He's kind of holding a spaghetti orb a little bit, yeah. And, like, you probably don't want to, like, have to manually draw the spaghetti orb spinning around a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not cost-efficient or, like, a productive use of your time. You got other shit to do. You got, like, a lot of a lot of boys to draw when you're working on this show. Yeah. You know, I mean, Naruto and Dry continue their trend of, like, not being particularly conscious about the environment they're in where they're training. You know, Naruto's littering a lot and Dry just, like, fucking blows halfway through a tree. Yeah. When just- they're training the Jiraiya just kills that tree. Yeah, I would be, like, really fucking annoyed if I was, like, I don't know, somebody who was just tasked with managing these crowns, and I just learned that these two fucking ninjas have been making, like, the worst mess in the world. Yeah. Like, later Naruto is, like, training just by, like, practicing on trees and seeing if you can, like, blow the shit out of them. Um, so, like... I- imagine imagine being someone who lives there, going up there and being like, wait, that was this- the tree we planted on my grandfather's grave. Oh my god. <laughs> well, hopefully they have the, they have the good system not be doing this in, like, a graveyard or anything. Well, I mean, they don't, they don't know that they're not. I guess not. I guess not. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes graveyards just look like that. Like normal forests. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Anyway, we, we move on from there to like the, the fucking, the star of the show, the guy we love to see. Orochimaru. Orochimaru. is here. Woo! He blew up the castle. Now he's just having a fucking conversation. He like yeah. moves immediately from that. He's like, all right, yeah, let's talk. We'll, we'll just stand here. Fucking normal guy shit. <laughs> normal guy shit i love how like basically the entire way that this conversation proceeds is that like kabuto is like trying to explain something like you know just just trying to be normal you know just trying to like say say what's going on here say what the stakes are and then roshimaru just says something really fucked up i love this guy so much 
like Kabuto's like, hey, yeah, okay, so, you know, Orochimaru is injured, you're the person who's, like, best uh, equipped to, like, heal this, um, you know, I, I think, you know, we can, we can get something worked out that's great for both of us, and, like, Tsunade is like, oh, how'd you get that, uh, how'd you get that injury, Orochimaru? And Orochimaru is like, oh, it's no big deal, I just got it when I killed our dad! <laughs> <laughs> it's just constantly, like, this, the entire fucking episode, like, every fucking opportunity he gets to, like, say something, like, extremely mean... <laughs> He just takes it. He leaps at it. I have so much respect for this guy. Because it's a bit like a little bit later in this conversation where he's just like, yeah, I mean, you know, everything with a form uh, like fades someday. And that includes like people. And like, you know something about that too, because like everybody you loved, like everybody you ever loved died, right? Just like being a complete like smug piece of shit about her constantly. It's just like, (laughs) he knows every mean thing you can say to her and he's gonna fucking do it. And like Kabuto is just kind of like, I don't know what he's fucking doing with this. He's kind of like, uh... I think Kabuto's doing his best. He's doing his best. He's like, you know, he was like going to a meeting with like somebody he like respected, right? Just hoping he can nego- like, you know, negotiate this, this well, you know, maybe like make a good impression on both Orochimaru and Sonate. And like, Orochimaru is just fucking... He's not letting that happen. <laughs> if we're gonna talk about like how that conversation continues, like I'm ready to move on to the next uh, half of this episode, if you're good to. Yeah, sure. Shizune won't stand for this and attacks, but gets called off. Tsunade tells Orochimaru not to fuck around with her, and punches down a big stone wall. Naruto and Jiraiya make it to town. Naruto hasn't made much progress, but is still training. Kabuto wants everyone to calm down and negotiate. Tsunade thinks that's a dumb idea, and tells them to get lost before she turns them into a blood paste. She starts a countdown, and at the very end, Orochimaru speaks up about reviving her little brother and old boyfriend. In town, Jiraiya and Naruto look around for info on Tsunade, and Naruto went to the lottery. They notice the castle's gone, while Orochimaru tells Tsunade he still plans to destroy the Hidden Leaf. Well, I love the start of this, this part of the episode where, like, you know, Orochimaru has just said the thing about, like, hey, Tsunade, everyone you ever loved died. And he's just like, why, why did he say that? He's just, he's just saying the worst possible shit. I'm like, I'm like trying to have, a, have like, a normal conversation here. Why, why is he being like this? Mm-hmm. Like, like, while Kabuto is just, like, kind of, like, silently, like, mulling this over, there were some questions that kind of surprised me in the sense that, like, I, I feel like, you know, usually these would just be, like, very standard, like, okay, we've got, like, maybe a little bit of, like, parallax scrolling of, like, the multiple characters in this shot. But there's this, like, I mean, like, it, it is, like, pretty slow. It's not like the camera's going crazy, but there's just this, like, very quietly involved, like, rotation animation on, uh, on Kabuto. Is it, like, is it just, like, the camera's, like, ever slow, slightly moves. And it's just, like, a, a very surprising little bit of the, uh, the, like, somebody on the show going, like, a little bit above and beyond. I didn't, like, do a ton of, like, to see, like, into who might have been responsible for that. Um, but I, I, I was really, like, caught off guard, like, saying that. Yeah. Can we can we talk about Shizune's, like, fun little, like, wrist-mounted needle launcher? Absolutely we can talk about that. Okay, um, I want one. Yeah? Okay. I want one for all of my limbs. Alright. Is it convenient to use all of those? No, but they, they never expect the leg ones. I guess that's true. You'd be, like, stretching down. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know what situation you'd be, like, have your leg in position to, like, aim at somebody and, like, reach down for it. But, like, if you, if you can make that work, it'll happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess if the needles you're launching are poisoned enough, it's okay if you just get them in the leg or something. Yeah, and like maybe I can actuate it with my other leg too, right? So it's just like oh yeah, I mean, and like you're you're like a puppet person, so you can probably just like do like strings, like you know, chakra threads and shit. Yeah, 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 it's fine. Yeah, okay, never mind. This is this is good actually. Um, this is great. I I, I retract all my concerns. It's like a it's like a very cool weapon, you know. Like usual caveats apply about how like range attacks basically never work in Naruto, but like it's pretty sick. Yeah, I mean like. Range attacks never work, 
Unless you, like, really sucker somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you can get a poison needle in them, yeah. that, that's a different story. I guess, like, range attacks never work in the kind of thing we see happen in Naruto, which is basically never actual, like, stealth attacks. And almost always, like, yeah, okay, here's the two people and they're fighting each other. Yeah, it's, And they know that they're fighting each other. Yeah, it's like a shuriken clash between them to, like, signal the start of the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, she, she's always, like, pretty clear like that. She just like, immediately fucking goes for Kabuto's throat, you know? She's like, okay, well, I didn't poison Rojimaru, but I'm gonna fucking get this guy. I feel like we basically never see shizune fight after this point i could be wrong mm-hmm. she she doesn't come across like much of a fighter yeah but like also i mean we we know that she's like apparently as good as kabuto and like judging by the last art kabuto is like about as good as kakashi maybe so like who, who knows um maybe she's uh maybe if we're like trying to build a power scale for some reason she goes like i, I i'm not pursuing this i don't actually care enough never mind well i mean she doesn't seem like that much of a fighter but she's also the person who is always standing next to Tsunade, one of the Sani. Yeah, so like she's probably learned a thing or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love how Tsunade is just, just like, I love how Tsunade is just like, why would you come here to talk to me about this? Like, leave now, or I'm gonna, or I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. You, you showed up to me and you like literally only said things that would piss me off the most. Like, what, what was your game here? <laughs> she just like explodes a wall. You know, in, in this scene at least... Tsunade gets to be, like, pretty cool and intense-seeming. Maybe less so later, but, like... Mm-hmm. You know, for, for this brief shining moment, it's like, oh shit, Tsunade is, like, strong. Maybe maybe Tsunade will do something. Well, unfortunately, Orochimaru knows all of the buttons to push. Yeah, which, like, you know, I, I don't hate in principle, right? Like, I don't hate him being the person that like, has to present this challenge to her or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say, in the subs I have, which are, like, I believe, like, the subs that were on the, like... DVD releases and also the subs that are on, like, Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Orochimaru, like, makes his offer in, like, the most awkward phrasing possible. Which I, like, noticed, like, every, because, like, they keep, like, flashing back to it and using the exact same, like, structure of the line every time. Uh, the, the line, as it reads in the subs I have, is, I'll resurrect the little brother and man, both of whom you loved. And it's like, why, why did you say it like that? <laughs> why did this happen? Why did, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the dub line is more like, I'll resurrect your precious brother and the man you loved. Right, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could frame it that are way more natural. That like, just just made it really stand out to me because again, they like flash back to it like every one of the episodes we watched this week. Uh huh. So it it just like it just really fucking struck me. It like stuck in my mind. Anyway, you know, Rishmar says this. Everybody is shocked. Even the pig is shocked. We get like the like reaction cut into everybody. The fucking pig is like looking all intense and angry about it. Is this is this pig like a person in the way that like like Kashi's ninja dogs are? Do we know? Um, I don't think it ever talks. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe he's just shy. <laughs> like, the, the, the way that the scene was framed suggests that, it, like, the pig understands the emotional stakes of the scene. Right, yeah. I mean, maybe it just does. Maybe it is just that smart. Maybe. Right, because, like, pigs pigs are smart. Mm-hmm. P- pigs are... Like, I'm not... Pigs are supposed to be smarter than dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. This, this, pig, this pig is just, like, waiting for the right chance to talk, you know? Like, it, when, when nobody knows that you're a talking pig, everybody underestimates you, and you can get a whole lot of shit done. Yeah. The pig is, like, an important part of, like... Tsunade's, like, money-gaining operations that just steal shit sometimes. I think the pig has a name, I just don't remember the pig's name. I don't remember the pig's name, because it doesn't talk. That's the, pro- that's the problem, like, nobody remembers your name if you don't talk. But, like, you know, there's, there's, there's other advantages. It's, it's a trade-off. Mm-hmm. Cutting back from the scene, we go, we go over, like, Naruto and Jiraiya, you know, like, Naruto's wandering around, like, trying to do, like, the balloon practice, and I feel like I have to, like, address some of the things I said on the previous episode, you know. We, we talked at, at some length about how, like, it, it seemed like, for the most part, Jiraiya wasn't actually doing much to gather information. He was just fucking around. Mm-hmm. And like I tried to be like, well, maybe you know, maybe he's gathering information while doing that. Maybe he's like doing stuff off screen. 
while uh, while we don't see. But I, I think that actually he just wasn't doing shit, because in spite of going to Naruto and being like, hey, we need to go find Sonari right now, he doesn't really seem to have a clue where she is at all. Yeah. He's he, like, you know, he's he's choosing the places to ask around, like, about her a little bit better. But, like, this this seems like stuff he should be able to know, and I feel like it reflects pretty poorly on him, especially in comparison to Rochimaru, who, like, learned where she was and then walked in a straight line directly to her location. <laughs> it's, it's just not, like, a... I mean, it doesn't really reflect well on his ability to, like, notice what's going on around him. And the other thing that kept, like, fucking driving me crazy mm-hmm. in this part of the episode is that nobody seems to have noticed... <laughs> That Orochimaru did Snake Night 11. <laughs> right! I was thinking that too! Like, nobody they talked to was like, yeah, I mean, I, I saw Ronald. Also, hey, that castle that's, like, in the center of town on, like, a raised platform where you can, like, see from anywhere in town, like, exploded from a big snake. Like, nobody fucking noticed! <laughs> nobody fucking saw! And, like, Jiraiya doesn't, like, notice either until he's, like, looking at the fucking, uh... Like, like, he's like, oh, we should, we should go to the castle, because that's, like, a, that's like high ground. You know, we, we, we can get, like, a good view from up there. And he, like, looks up to where the castle is, and he's like, huh, where's the castle? It's like, how did... <laughs> how is this happening? They're, like, they're like wandering around, right? And they're, like, um, you, know, you, you know, like, they, they, they have all these scenes where, like, you know, they're, like, showing up at gambling halls, and, like, guys are, like, trying to convince Naruto to gamble. Like, it, it's this whole succession of scenes that, like, feels very much like it's the sort of thing that would be, like, Oh yeah, we added this in the anime to sort of like pad things out, you know, sort of like get some extra scenes in there because like we're only covering this much of the manga uh-huh. in this episode. But it's all like pulled directly from the manga. Weird. And so like, it, which like, again, like, like I said, it, it just, uh, it makes Dry seem like he doesn't fucking know what he's doing at all. And it's also like a complete like bizarre disconnect from like the events that we know happened here and the extent to which people in this place like are aware of them. Even though one of them was a big snake fucking exploding the castle at the center of town. Yeah. I I can't believe there's not, like, more of a commotion going on about the castle explosion. Right? Like, it didn't seem subtle. It's the, it's the castle your town is named after. Right? Yeah. The, the big one right in the middle of everything? On a huge race yeah. platform? exploded into a cloud of dusk with the fucking giant snake nobody was looking nobody nobody Every- looked everybody was just inside at the time you didn't hear anything god damn but uh we have to move on from that we have to move on from that right we, we check back in with like you know we, like we, we end the episode on like Rochimaru and Kabuto and so it's not a again also like some, something I forgot to mention earlier that I wanted to like touch on that like drove me crazy a little bit is like when Sonata like punches the wall and explodes it. There's this like really weird aside where it's like where where Kapito sees this and is like, oh, I bet she's single. It's like what what are we doing here? <laughs> what is this about? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Also, he's just fucking raw. Like he's so fucking incorrect. I see that and go, ooh, is she single? Right. But also, it's like like why why are we doing this like weird fucking like. Like, extremely rote comedy aside in, like, the middle of this very tense scene. Why is Kabuto the guy doing this? Why does he fucking care? Like, I, I don't... Yeah. It, like, it, it's just like, okay, we, we like, you know, there's, there's the opportunity to go for this, like, extremely, like, bland, like, oh, yeah, the, this this woman is really strong, so so guys don't like her, because, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Fucking cowards. Like, it, it, yeah, but, you know, it, it's like a... It is like a format of joke that persists. In spite of everything else, right? Like it, it is very cheap, and like you know, it's it's it, it, there's nothing really like 
I don't know, like, you know, it's it's just one of those jokes, it's like, yeah, I mean, this, you, I recognize this as a joke that things do, but it's not like there's anything really funny about it, you know, it's, it, but, like, it just feels, like, completely out of place here, like, why? <laughs> like, it, you know, it, it, again, like, it is the closest we get, like, okay, it's not even, like, a strong, intense woman in this, like, fucking show, and it's also, like, immediately paired with comedy being like, oh, I bet, I bet she's, I bet she's single, I bet guys don't like her, and it's like, why, why are we... Can we not have just let it slide? Can we not have just like get, get, get just uh just not done that one? I don't I don't I don't know. It, it like it really fucking stuck out to me. It just felt like really strange with the tone of the scene. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, like Sonata's been sort of like mulling it over. You know, she's been like you know she she heard Orochimaru's offer. And she's like, okay, what what are you gonna do if I like heal your arms? And like Orochimaru, fucking king that he is, is like so fucking certain that he's got. Her. He's like, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just gonna destroy the hidden leaf for real this time. Like, it's fine. It's it's uh. Like, yeah, just the, just the complete, like, all right, yeah, I mean, I, I fucking got the situation in hand, so I'm just gonna be the biggest psycho I can be, and it's, it's aspirational, honestly. I love Orochimaru so fucking much. Orochimaru's, like, my hero, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Um, did you have anything else you want to say about this episode? Um, no, you ready to move on? Yeah. Episode 90, Unforgivable, A Total Lack of Respect. Naruto and Jiraiya make their way to the castle, learning on the way that it was crushed by a giant snake. Tsunade considers Orochimaru's offer but is obviously conflicted. Shizune begs her to refuse but Tsunade snaps at her. Kabuto gives them one week to decide, and tells them finding the human sacrifices would be their responsibility. Orochimaru departs after taunting Tsunade about her fear of blood. Tsunade goes to get sake drunk at a bar. Luckily, Jiraiya picks the same bar to gather information. They talk business over a game of cards. Naruto and Jiraiya start heading towards the castle now that they realize it isn't there. They counter the one person in all of Tanzaku Town who, like, noticed. Yeah, okay, um, can, can we talk about the scene? Yes, absolutely. Um, because I understand I was just saying that, like, there should be more people causing a commotion about this. Mm-hmm. However, these, like, three people running through the straight street going like, Ah, oh no, there was a giant snake over there. Like, uh-huh. long after everything has calmed down. <laughs> Like, were they just, like, running in circles around the castle and be like, Ah, oh no, there's a giant snake over there, like, waiting for somebody to fucking notice? Right, because it feels like that happened hours ago, right? Yeah, like, it... I mean, it happened, like, one conversation ago, right? So, like, not actually that long, realistically, like, maybe 20 minutes, but, like... Like, it was also long enough for, like, Naruto and Dry to be, like, wandering out of the town, like, for a long fucking time. Like, the... You know, because like it's cutting back and between back and forth between the scenes like it does it just seems like okay like it has to have been like at least a little while and it's just uh it's very strange <laughs> yeah it's it, it, it's I, I just noticed it being weird at like conveying the the time scale mm-hmm. of these things oh absolutely absolutely i love that naruto like here's this guy he's like okay hold on how how like big of a snake are we talking about here because like I, I saw a big snake once it was a pretty bad it, like it was kind of bad news and uh, Dry's like, hey, it was probably the same snake. Don't worry about it, kid. Don't fucking talk to this guy anymore. He's just he, he needs to get back to his like busy schedule of like running around and screaming. <laughs> it's like a he's like a fucking Skyrim NPC that just starts running and screaming as soon as you show up. Yeah. <laughs> fucking conversation tree like shows up when you like like press the fucking interact button. Then like as soon as he's done, he like starts running and screaming again. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, back back to the back to the conversation. Yeah, like, so, so Sonata is obviously, like, on the hook a little bit, and Shizune is, like, doing her whole, like, no, you're, you're better than this, think of your principles. It's, like, this whole big scene of, like, uh, Shizune is, like, t- 
talking around things that like we'll, we'll have explained to us in short order, but she's also like saying that like a little bit too like blatantly, right? Like she's like she, she's being like both too direct and too indirect for it to be anything other than like oh this is like a signal to us the audience to like know that there's there's something we should be interested in here. And it's it's definitely kind of awkward that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a bit, it's like a bit of a shame, you know. Like I feel like it could be opportunity for like you know maybe expressing this in a little bit more of a characterful way. But like I don't know, sometimes Naruto is kind of blunt, and that's that's something I have to make my peace with. Yeah, and also like. Sometimes the vague thing you can do is just saying stuff and not explaining it. Right. I I, I just think that like the, the the extent to which she like the 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 extent to which she, like gestures at stuff without explaining it just feels very like like, like it feels like it's kind of grating against itself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, like maybe maybe it's like had a little, like a, a little thing to be so hung up on, but like it just uh... totally. You know. So while while Snowy just like kind of like you know she's she's kind of like on edge. She's kind of freaked out. She's kind of much what to do. Roshibar is like, hey, I, I can make this worse. Actually, I, I can make her more upset. So I'm just gonna do that. You know, he like, fucking painstakingly brings like a finger up to his mouth to bite, so he starts bleeding. And, like points that whole whole, whole that to be like, oh my god, Snotty is afraid of blood. Again, king shit. Yeah, kind kind of king shit. Um, Kabuto is like, and you know, there's like a sort of interesting angle in the scene where like Kabuto is like kind of surprised, like learning this about Tsunade, right? Like he, we had that vague impression in earlier episodes that like Tsunade was somebody he looked up to. Mm-hmm. um and, and so there's like the, the, this extent of him being like kind of confronted with the reality of like oh shit there's like all, all, all the stuff about her i didn't know that like uh, that, that i think is sort of interesting um even if I don't, I don't know if we actually get that much like built on it i think that i think is a little less interesting or i guess like more disappointing is the extent to which like you know, I, I don't have a problem with like sunade having all of this like baggage i don't have a problem with like sunade having like this these like fears to get over but i, I feel like there's an extent to which it is like here are all of the things that we've like piled on her to prevent her from like being all that active in this scene, right? Like, like as fun as it is to watch a Roach Bar be like the Seiko who like strolls in here, and, like knows all the buttons to press. It's also like a little bit disappointing to see like Tsunade's position in the story be like completely fucking neutralized to just like okay, well now she's in like the the classic Naruto girl mode of like worrying about something. Yeah, yeah. And, like she gets to be like a little bit characterful in that, like 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 you know, it's not like she's like completely like stuck in that. Like I, I think like there's some 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 like interesting stuff with her in like this episode later on. But it, it was, uh, I don't know, it's like, in my mind, like, Tsunade was, like, the one woman in Naruto who, like, sort of gets to do something. And, like, I, I feel like there, I am at least seeing the foundation of that sort of be, like, chipped away at throughout these episodes in a way that was, like, really frustrating to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, I, I, I have to have hope. I have to imagine that Tsunade, like, being that person, that character is something that we will at least see, like, bits and pieces of, like, sprinkled throughout her being gradually more and more, like, just, like, a passive, like, Naruto girl character. Mm-hmm. But also, we'll see, you know? We'll see. But yeah, you know, like, having successfully made Tsunade very sad, Orochimaru fucks off, Kabuto follows suit, and, uh, you know, I get, I get like, Tsunade and, and Suzuna seem to, like, depart before, like, Jiraiya and uh, Naruto get there, because Jiraiya's just really not on the ball here. But, like, it's, it's okay, they, like, run into each other at a bar. I have to say, I, I really, really like the scenes in the bar. Um, like, just in terms of, like, how they are constructed, I think that, like, when, when compared to the manga, the stuff in the bar is, like, making the best use of the fact, like, this is, like, an animated medium, and, like, we have this, like, consistent, like, like size of, like, the frame that we're working with, right? So I I, I think, like, throughout, like, all of the conversations in the bar, there's, like, this really great sense of, like, yeah, there's all these, like, these, like different characters in the scene, and there's all these different, like, props on the table, and there's, like, a very, like, consistent, like weight and sense of depth with how they're portrayed um this episode was like storyboarded by shinji sato fuck Murphy, i on here i think he's got like a really great sense of that, that kind of thing and then like 
the animation direction was uh, Akira Matsushima, which like means that like a lot of the people who are usually working with him on the show are also there. You know, it's not like a big flashy scene, but there's a lot of like very quiet touches and like the layouts and like the way that the, the scene is framed that I think are just like really, they really do a lot to like heighten it and give like this great like sense of tension to it. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are like so many great moments where like Dry and Snowy are talking to each other, but they're also like, there's, there's all these like really long pauses that are like busy themselves with things at the table, whether it's like pouring drinks or like shuffling a deck of cards or whatever. And, like, in the meanwhile, like, Naruto's just fucking eating and, like, occasionally, like, you know, like, there, there's a bit where, like, Jiraiya will, like, pass, like, what the food that's on his plate over to Naruto because he's, like, not really interested in eating it anymore at this point. Um, it's just, like... Yeah, well, I mean, that that, that sequence, like, uh, w- was Jiraiya making room for the game of cards they're about to do. Right, right. Yeah, again, it, it's very, like... Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I, I was just, like, very impressed with it. I think, I think it does, like, a lot of, like, both, like, making a great, like usage of the space that the scene takes place in and also like again like building this great sense of tension is like there's all of these like kind of like quiet dramatic pauses as the characters like find things to do that aren't answering the question before they like figure out what they want to say i think it's like really great i also thought it was really fun um were you paying any attention to like the the the, the hands in poker that they had yeah yeah um i like i like how snotty was just one card away from a royal flesh just right at the end uh-huh. just had a bad one mm-hmm Right, like like Jiraiya, like you know, he 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 like has like kind of rough hand. He like he like trades out three cards and has like I, I forget what the I don't know the I don't know the fucking terms for the hands, but like you know he's got like there's like three kings and two aces or whatever. Yeah, he's got a full house. Full house, right? And and, and like Tsunade like has to like replace her whole hand, and then she like you know like draws like a she's like she like draws like five new cards, and then like it is like I'm flooring them one by one, and she's like okay, it's like yeah like like it's like the last card. Really, like oh shit, she doesn't actually have like a like a, like the best one. I, I think it's like. It's like another way of like just kind of like matching the like tempo of the conversation to the visuals on the screen in a way that like because you have the full like space of the screen every time as opposed to the manga where it's a lot of like smaller like close up close ups on people's faces that then you have a lot more room to like do more storytelling with that, that whole space and I think this episode just like a, just a, a really great job of like taking advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about this segment? I mean, like, I feel like most of the actual content of the conversation is in, like, the next half of the episode, which is, like, the next thing I want to talk about, so I figure we should probably, like, move on to that. Alright. This is apparently Naruto's first time hearing about Orochimaru. Tsunade asks who the kid is and is shocked to hear it's Naruto. Naruto starts throwing a fit and Jiraiya tells him to calm down. Tsunade refuses the position of Hokage and says putting yourself out there and risking your life is for suckers. This sets Naruto off and he threatens to kick her ass about it. Tsunade accepts the challenge and takes it outside. She sends him flying with one finger, and Naruto declares his intentions to become the Hokage. She's caught off guard by Naruto's resemblance to her little brother, and Naruto takes this opportunity to charge at her with an incomplete Rasengan. Right, so yeah, you know, the, the conversation progresses, and Naruto quickly realizes he doesn't know shit, and like we start to realize like how much shit Naruto doesn't know. Like it's it's kind of fascinating to me that like. Oh, like the, the name Orochimaru wasn't actually being passed around like in the village. Like they they definitely like seem to have like kept that like as quiet as they possibly could. Like part of this is Naruto being kind of dumb because he did like run into Orochimaru in the forest. But like you know, yeah, it, it's like okay, like there's there's definitely a sense which like yeah, like I, I guess it makes sense that the Leaf would be like trying to keep it under wraps that like yeah, uh, one of our former strongest guys like attacked us and nearly destroyed everything. Uh, I mean like Tsunade is like. You know, like she, like she, she like wasn't ready to believe that like the Tokage died, so like clearly that news hasn't spread all the way. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's like some interesting textual things, but like the the ways in which like you know, the Leaf has tried to like keep information from spreading. Yeah, right. Because like you don't you don't want to be the ninja village that just got attacked and is like ostensibly weak in case another village wants to move in and finish the job, right? 
Right, like the the sand is like not in a position to attack attack them because of like you know all all the shit that happened, but like everybody else. Oh yeah. There's there's like three other big villages and like a bunch of other smaller ones, and you know any one of them could get get some ideas. Then again, it did happen during the tutoring exam, so yeah, <laughs> did happen during the tutoring exam, so like it's not even like you'd be that mad about it. Well, I was going to say you can't exactly keep it secret from the other villages, but like... Oh, okay. Yeah, there's that too. I guess, the, like, the village and the grass people know about that, but, like, what the fuck are they going to do? I mean, I, I don't even know about it. They probably had a lot of guys on home, because, like, you know, it was only, like, sand and, like, leaf people who made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. We know... What, what I love about the village and the grass is that we actually know basically nothing about any of their shit. Because the only characters we saw representative of them were actually Orochimaru in disguise. And also the two of us. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Who, who knows what those guys are up to? Or what they're like? Or, like, what they do? Well, we know that they are weaker than Orochimaru and us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> or those three guys were. You know, that's probably not their strongest guys. They probably just said their strongest guys to take the tuning exams. Or also, like, a real bad shape. <laughs> yeah... Pro- probably, probably those those getting were not were not their strongest guys. Like anyway, Naruto like just like quickly realizes he is like completely like unaware of the scope of the conversation, especially as like you know they start talking about how like Tsunade is like you know uh, being offered the role of the Hokage. Um, you know, again, another thing that like works really well about the scene is that like because there's that like sort of like quiet building tension because there's that like you know like you know that that like really slow rhythm of like you know the the, the poker hands and like you know all, all, all of the like all, all those beats of silence when like naruto is like mad about something he like completely breaks that flow and he's like you know like he, he is like extra animated in this scene he's like moving around a bunch he's um he's like jumping up on the table he's like waving his arms around yeah it's great stuff it's really good like tsunade turns down the position and like Naruto fucking, like, is, like, instantly angry about this. Dry is, like, making a mental note that he can never tell Naruto that he, like, turned down the position to the Hokage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dry would not be a good Hokage, though. He would not be. But also, like... I mean, the, 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 this is something that, like, I want to, like, like, really, like, eating away at me. It's, like, you know, the, the, the uh... Like, the, the sort of, like, traits that makes Dry like, not be a good Hokage, like, the way that he's, like, always, you know, going around being a sex pest and just, like, you know, all, all, all that shit... All of his, like, more frivolous nature are, like... Like, Dry gets to, like, hang on to those and be the guy who's like, yeah, I'm not a good fit for the Hokage. But, like, Tsunade is the one who needs to, like, be be fucking responsible and fucking, like, you know, drop all our gambling shit. Get, go back and get a fucking Hokage job, you know. Get, just, it, it, it wound up being, like, a little frustrating to be the ways in which Tsunade was, like... Taking on that responsibility as the woman? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, Tsunade is the one who doesn't get to have, like, those, like, uh quote-unquote fun character traits especially like Tsunade so like I feel like way uh way more platable than Dry is you know yeah and it's also like you know Tsunade's like explanation for why she doesn't want to be Hokage is like way more uh I I mean I feel feel like pretty well reasoned especially in comparison to Dry's like I don't want to right like Tsunade's like I I don't want to be the Hokage because like I, I have seen how this shit goes like being the Hokage means like basically like throwing your life away in the pursuit of some goal that like the job like by itself cannot actually accomplish right mm-hmm. every hokage goes like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like bring the world to peace i'm gonna like you know uh get all the shit under control and like all of them are fucking dead like in pursuit of that she's fucking right by the way also yeah like she's just right <laughs> like you, you can't actually be the hokage and like fix the fucking world like you can't actually like 
you can't be like the president of one country CIA and like make everything good without like doing a whole lot of fucking evil shit. Like that wouldn't make it good. That would just make it like quiet. Yeah. Like obviously in the context of Naruto, it's like a, this is like something that needs to be like I don't know. Like this is a position she needs to like move past so she can take on the job. But like it's it's I I just but like wind up feeling kind of like it's a thing I'm kind of annoyed about, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Like she de- she doesn't get to have it, like a perspective that is uh that is really her own or like I mean like she does like her her, her perspective is that, her, that is her own is this thing that she's saying about like how like yeah like being the Hokage like means fucking throwing your life away in pursuit of this and like but 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 the actual like the actual like conflict that she finds herself in isn't really one that like factors that into account at all right like the the conflict that she finds herself in is is, is between like Orochimaru saying like you don't care about any of this shit, so why don't you just, like, heal my arms and, like, give you the people you love back and driving, like, actually you care about this a lot and you're, like, or the responsible woman and you're gonna, like, step up to that. And then there's not, like, any extent to which her own, like, personal beliefs and feelings about that, like, necessarily get that same, like, weight as, like, the things that the two, like, guys in her life are putting on her. Absolutely. Which like, getting ahead of herself a little bit, but, like, I don't know, it's just kind of, like, the current of the rush throughout these episodes, so I feel like it's just sort of one of those things that, like, I was gonna talk about at some point and it doesn't really matter when it is. Yeah, it it is frustrating, right? That like Sonati like has like very little agency in this um dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also frustrating that the show decides the wrong one is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, like that, that is uh, th- th- this is definitely a show that wants to believe that the Hokage can be like a position for good, even if it doesn't necessarily put in the work to prove that to us, the viewers. Uh-huh. Um. Especially like us, the very like skeptical viewers who are like you know, watching us wa- watching this when we're like twenty eight and like extremely skeptical of change from within the system as opposed to like watching this as teens as as was intended. Yeah, but like it, it, there is something like okay, like the the, the because it not how this ends, it, it it makes me worry that like the the direction of the arc is just like going to be Tsunade being steamrolled by uh by like you know the f- fucking like Naruto's like perspective and like Jiraiya's perspective and like I don't know it, it, it is frustrating. Because, like, you know, when Naruto, like, is, like, mad at her, is, like, angry at her for, like, you know, disrespecting the position of the Hokage and, like, the people who, like, threw down their lives or whatever, it's, like, like we're meant to, like, believe in that to some extent, right? Like, we're meant to, like, be like, oh, yeah, Naruto is right, because, like, he saw the fucking third Hokage die and he believes in that or whatever. Or he didn't see him die, but he was at his funeral, and it's, like... Yeah. Because this isn't, like, a... Because this doesn't, like, do enough to, like grounded in like what Tsunade wants and like what her like motivations are it, it winds up like centering the conflict of the arc around the idea of like well Naruto is like right about this thing which is like much less compelling than like I don't know trying to actually like do something with Tsunade's character mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it brings up like one other thing I want to talk about in the scene is that like while like Jiraiya is like explaining to Naruto that uh like like why Tsunade is like qualified for the position of Hokage there is, like, a really cool shot where, like, there's, like, an empty field and, like, a bunch of fucking kunai, like, rain down from the sky. And, like, we see, like, Tsunade and, like, the reflection of a kunai, like, doing, heal- doing like, sick healing shit. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool shot. Hell yeah. That was a good shot. And just, like, a cool visual, like, nicely, like, paced to, like, the, the like, match the dialogue. It, it's just, like, it's just a cool little thing. And, yeah, like, a little bit of photo that's, like, completely original to the anime. There's, like, no real equivalent in the, uh, in, in the manga for that visual. Like, I'm, like, so, God, like, so, so back around to, like, the, um... The, uh, like the, the the poker hand stuff in this episode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I think it is like a very cool like visual storytelling thing to like have Snotty be like, you know, she, like she, she is like explaining her actual position, her actual like stakes in this, her actual objections to the Hokage, and like as she is saying that, like you know, she she is like gradually like unveiling like one by one her like good looking hand, right? 
and like there's like the moment of wavering where she realizes that like really like she reveals the last card and like realizes that her hand is bad. It's a, it's a thing that is like both like okay, it is a cool visual beat and it's also like kind of undercutting her at the same time, right? Where like it feels like we're meant to believe that she's like come to the end of the thing she's saying and like has realized that there's not like weight to it or that like it can't actually take her anywhere. But it's also like not a, not not like the things she's saying aren't anything that I have any reason to like disbelieve at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, um, so Naruto's gonna kick her ass. Naruto's, like, making a scene in the middle of the fucking bar, like, yelling about how he's gonna, like, fight this 50-year-old woman, and everybody's, like, looking over at him concerned. You gotta respect the kid. Like, he's wrong. Mm-hmm. But, but he's... But, you know... We, he's, he's doing the right stuff to stand up for himself, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we're gonna have to come to come to terms with the fact that, like, you know, Naruto is wrong, but the show is still gonna, like, back him up at some point. <laughs> uh-huh. You'll love to see a kid get in way over his head. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy that. Like, I do, uh, I, I do love Snotty being like, okay, fine, we'll fucking take this outside. I'll defeat you with one finger. And then she, like, is basically fucking right, you know? Just fucking. Naruto runs out with a knife. She, like, just, like, completely, like, cuts it off by, like, fucking, like, poking him in the wrist and, like, grabbing the kunai with that knife and then, like, fucking knocking his forehead protector off and sending him flying back. Just, like, you need to, like, uh, constrain herself just, like, flicking back in the forehead with one finger so she doesn't fucking collapse his skull. Yeah. She fucking gets him. She fucking gets him so bad. She's, like, so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you imagine if Sonata got to be, like, ki- like continuously kind of, like, a, you know, like a, like a bit more of, like, a rowdy woman who, like, you know, got, got, got drunk sometimes, got into, like, fights with people? I would like the show a lot more. What if she just get, got to keep being cool the whole time? That's, um, that, that's, that's how it is in my version. Mm-hmm. Your version is, sounds, like, more wonderful by the day, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, even though Naruto has, like, no chance of losing this, he, like, does declare that he's going to the Okage. He runs it over with, with, like, his, like, you know, his, like, Rasengan that he doesn't have, like, figured out yet. And uh, that's when the episode ends, right? Mm-hmm. And we have a new ending, right? Um, yeah, I wanted I wanted to I wanted to talk to you about this ending. Yeah, okay, what do you have to say about this one? I was genuinely very impressed with this one. Yeah? Yeah. Talk to me about it. I, like, I, I, I'm, like, I'm, like, genuinely, like, do, I, don't, I want to say about do you, it. Do you know who did this? Um. Yeah, this is, uh... This is Toshiki Suru and Hirofumi Suzuki. Um, like, I, like, uh, st- directed and storyboard by Toshiki Suru and, uh, you know, animation supervisor and key animator is Hirofumi Suzuki, which, like, I guess in this context, I assume means that Hirofumi Suzuki was the one who was, like, you know, like, did, did the illustrations and stuff in this, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, like, th- this ending, it is a series of five speed paints, though yeah. this episode came out in 2004 originally, and I don't know how, like, popular the concept of speed paint was mm-hmm. um, at the time. Uh, I did like a little bit of digging, um, and like I, 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 I don't know. Like I, I didn't find anything on the subject conclusive. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you know, if you if you don't know what that is, it is basically a sped up like time lapse of just like an artwork being created. Mm-hmm. Um, and what impressed me a lot about this is with like the software available at the time and the technology. Uh, it was digital. I could tell that it was like a digital painting. Mm-hmm. Um, probably done in like 2004, so like an older version of like Photoshop and like a, a fucking Wacom into a, it's like two, probably. Yeah, I, I, I don't, know, I don't know if I get tools here from Suzuki had, but like you know, right? But like it would have been so tedious, mm-hmm. right? Because like I, I, I don't know what kind of like I, I don't know if they had like a custom software thing going on where like it would like do it automatically or whatever. But like you, even then, like say saving in 2004 took uh took a bit of time and so it's not it only makes it a little bit better than having to do it fucking manually and like i can't even fucking imagine Mm -hmm. 
these are like good looking paintings too. Like the sense of like lighting in these, like like on like the water and stuff, is like really impressive to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, though if I'm gonna put my fucking critic glasses on, I'm gonna say like the skin tones look a little bit uh, like look a little bit uh, monotonous, like grayed out, a little bit uh, a mm-hmm. little bit dead looking. But I mean, fucking who who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, well, the song's alright. Yeah, the song's okay. It's like pretty uh pretty laid back um also like we it's it's a bunch of like paintings of like the girls in naruto and pakun uh and like swimsuit except for pakun who's not in a swimsuit he's just a dog mm-hmm. that's what it is that's what it is yeah i don't know i don't know if i have a ton more to say about that like i, I feel like you basically cover everything yeah i guess like just for prosperity this is the um this is the sixth ending of naruto it is it is song ryusei by tia i'm just like uh, and putting it in there, because somebody listened to the podcast was like, hey, you know, like sometimes you talk about an opening and rending, and like, I don't know which one you're talking about. So I'm, I'm like trying to like be better about mentioning which one it is if you want to like check. Yeah. You know, to so see what we're talking about for yourself. So, you know, that, that's, uh, that's information that's in here. That's this episode covered. If we're ready to move on to the next one. Yeah, okay. Episode 91 Inheritance, the Necklace of Death. Tsunade deflects the attack and grills Jiraiya about teaching the kid a jutsu he can't master and giving him false hope. Naruto says he'll master it in three days. Tsunade gives him a week and bets her necklace on it. Shizune finds Naruto in his hotel room and tells him about Tsunade's past, how she lost her loved ones, and how anyone who wears the necklace except for Tsunade tends to die. Tsunade mopes outside of town and remembers giving her brother the necklace, and how he was killed during a mission shortly after. She then met Dan while advocating for a medical specialist to be put in every squad. So yeah, Naruto's coming at Tsunade with the wrestling again, she just like fucking... Uses her finger to, like, open a big fucking crevice in the ground that Naruto falls into. Fuck, yes. Pretty cool. I, I do love it when there's a character who's just, like, really strong. Like, just very, like, you know, maybe maybe they don't have a ton of, like, unique attacks or just bring, like, a ridiculous amount of, like, physical power to bear. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. And I wish, um, I wish the show would do more with it because it's also on a character who should be a rowdy woman. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, it's not as like, well, I, I, I can't believe you're teaching this kid the Rasengan to dry out. And like, also, I didn't realize until like this scene that like nobody had said that this was the Rasengan before now. But Naruto's like, wait, what? The Rasengan? I didn't know this thing had a fucking name. I swear Jiraiya had said it. I think it was just one of those things where we like, we saw it and we're like, oh, that's the Rasengan. And so we just sort of assumed that they had said it. But like the way Naruto reacts, like makes it seem like he, like nobody has said it to him before, at least. Like maybe Jiraiya like thought it and didn't say it out loud. But like, maybe... You know, you know, so I was like, Naruto's never gonna fucking manage to learn this thing. Um, she, she decides to make a bet with him. I, I, I do like, you know, when um, I, I, I do kind of like, you know, Naruto's being like, yeah, I'll, I'll learn it in three days, and like Tsunade like extending the window of that bet as like an extension of like, oh, she likes gambling, but her instincts are kind of bad, right? Like, I, like I think that is like kind of fun, mm-hmm. even even if I have my like reservations about like what this arc is doing with Tsunade. Totally. Naruto gets like, like you know, like sees it in Tsunade's way during his necklace. He's like, I don't fucking want a necklace. I don't want to wear jewelry. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, Dry is just like, Naruto, that's the first Okage's necklace. It's worth, like, a lot of fucking money. It's like a super important necklace, dude. It's kind of, like, weird that, like, the thing that convinces Naruto isn't, like, oh, that was the Hokage's thing, and it was and actually, like, oh, it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, I don't... Like, I sort of assumed, like, when Dry is, like, that was the first Hokage's, he'd be like, oh, shit, that's the Hokage's? I guess I'm gay now. I want that fucking necklace. <laughs> Yeah, 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 right? Right. Like, this this arc specifically is, like, weirdly trying to, like, build up Naruto as this, like, money-liking kid. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's up with that. He needs to take the love of money to the new generation because, like, Tsunade is about to stop caring about it. That's so sad. So sad. 
But, uh, but he, he Naruto accepts the bet. Because obviously, he's going to fucking do it. Yeah, obviously. This is, like, I, I've read a fucking Shonen manga before, and also I've read Naruto before multiple times. <laughs> It'd be pretty hard for him to do something that was going to surprise me. I start, like, I start using my time travel jutsu to go back and change Naruto in the past. That's so fucked up. No, I do a really good job. Okay. I mean, like, I guess it's still, it's still be weird. it would make it a weird podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because then it would be a podcast by one of the authors of Naruto. Oh, shit. <laughs> But can you imagine how much, like, how much bigger our audience would be? It would be huge. I'd have fucking Naruto money, too. Yeah. A lot of things would be way easier. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody sort of, like, goes back to their hotel room for the night. She, Shizune goes to go talk to Naruto. She's like, hey, Naruto, you know, Sonate didn't used to be like this. You know, she wasn't always, like, rude and, like, disrespectful. It's not really her, which, to which, which I say, hey, why not? Yeah, hold She on. should be. You're telling me that she's only, like, a fun character because, like, bad shit happened to her? Damn. Maybe we need to make worse things happen to the women in Naruto. <laughs> Wait. Wait. What? All of the boys are so, so traumatized. Yeah. And they're the only ones that are characters. I'm like, you know, Sonata is like very traumatized right now, but she's going to like get over it, I guess. Um, Go back to being a normal girl. Yeah. <sighs> like, I, I I hope I'm like wrong about this. Like, I am like remembering at least a little bit incorrectly. I hope that there's like ways in which my pessimism is not like totally ungrounded. Right, mm-hmm. um, but like, like I, 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 I was definitely feeling like the fucking like encroaching doom watching these episodes. Yeah, and it's just it's just hard not to like feel an encroaching doom whenever like a girl in Naruto is starting to be like interesting, mm-hmm. or or starts out interesting. And yeah, like you know, you know, it can't fucking last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's only warns Naruto like everybody who like has had that necklace except for Sonate has died, and then we cut Sonate like remembering. You know, her younger brother in, like, the most, like, all right, we need to get in and out quick. We need to, like, establish that he was, like, a nice kid and, uh, like, do do the bare minimum of work so you'll be sad when you learn that he dies in the immediate next flashback scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, like, it's, it's his birthday and he's like, oh, I don't want a birthday present. I'm 12. I'm too old for birthday presents. I'm going to be a Hokage. You know, it's not as it convinces him to take the necklace anyway. Um, and then the next day. <laughs> the very next day, Orochimaru is being amazing it's like it's awesome <laughs> i'm so glad he was always like this yeah <laughs> right like you know like like tsunade shows up to where like um naki's body is being kept and uh and, and like dry's like hey you should go back there and richmar's like why not it's not like you'd be able to fucking recognize him anyway <laughs> god damn <laughs> just being a huge piece of shit the other thing i want to talk about in this scene is that Orochimaru is like, oh yeah, I mean, obviously people die on battlefields, we don't have medics out in the field. So, like, everybody fucking knows that they should have medics, but don't. Yeah, right, it's not like... Do you think Orochimaru is, like, being grouchy about Tsunade getting the credit for it because it was his fucking idea, and then Tsunade took credit for it? Oh, absolutely. Because in these flashbacks, we see Orochimaru mention it before Tsunade does. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, like, also, like, I, I just want to say, like, I think it sucks. It's like maybe getting getting ahead like a little bit, like one scene. But like mm-hmm. I think it sucks that the impetus for like Tsunade being such a big like medical person and like advocating for there being like me- medical personnel in every squad is mm-hmm. the, the 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 boy she cares about dying. Mm-hmm. I I think that I don't know. I I I just don't think the like thing that the competent woman is competent about needs to be like so heavily influenced by like a boy tragedy Mm -hmm. and then a second boy tragedy later right yeah 
mean, because, like, you know, Jiraiya and Orochimaru have shit that they want, like, independent of, like, a specific tragedy or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know, like, did, did, did Tsunade fucking, like, want anything other than to, like, I, I don't know, I guess, like, see the, the boys in her life become, like, strong and be the Hokage before, like, this happened to her? No, she's a girl. Yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's probably true. Naruto, everybody... Like, you know, I, I think on some level it makes sense to be like, oh, yeah, like, she, she went through this, like, personal tragedy and it was like, hey, we need to, like, this is, like, a motivation to be like, hey, you know, I, I need to, like, advocate for, like, a change in how we do things here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, I, I can buy that, but it's also, like, I don't know, I wish that, I wish that there was a little more here, you know? I wish that there was, like, I wish that we had a better sense of, like, who Tsunade, like, is, you know? Like, outside of, like, the, these specific things that happened to her. Yeah. You know, she's, like... Like, like after her brother dies, she's at like a like a meeting with like the Hokage and like I assume a bunch of the other like Leaf Jonian or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, we should uh, have like a framework for like teaching people like medical ninjutsu and like have medics on every squad. And uh, Hiruzen is like, who's like protecting this meeting? He's like, you're right, but no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hiruzen, god damn. <laughs> Or like the, the, there's some stuff he says that like kind of leaves room for like some of the stuff we talked about last episode. We're like okay, like maybe you know Sonata did a lot of research to make it like more like you know accessible, right? Like he, talk, he talks about how like they, they, like you know the leaf doesn't know enough to like make that possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's one of the things that he says. So there definitely is room for him to be like for like for Sonata have been like the person who like made medical ninjutsu like a more accessible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you know, I, I guess I don't know if we necessarily get that framework. And also, like one of his th- things he says is like, yeah, I mean, it would take a really long time to like set up the uh, to set that up. So like maybe we just don't worry about that now. And it's like, wh- when are you going to worry about it, man? What is your what is your objection to be like? Somebody be like, hey, you know, I think we should start working on like a, stuff so that like when people get injured in the field, they don't die instantly. Like what? Like I, I don't know how that's not just like a slam dunk proposal. Well, especially when you have people like like willing to put in the work, right? Here's ends over there, just like I'm old, so I'm probably not going to see the benefits of this. So no, <laughs> he's not even that old right now. Like in that flashback. No, he's probably like I don't know, forty or something. I don't know. But like fortunately for Snotty, there's a guy in the room who agrees with her, which helps her ideas get traction. <laughs> which is really what this fucking scene reads like, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why? I don't, I don't know why it's like this. Why is, why is it why is it like this? Why did why did they do that? Why doesn't this guy have credit? Well, he dies. That's why. But like, yeah, he dies. That's fine. We don't we don't need to, we don't need the people like we don't need to like we don't need the show to like further diminish like Tsunade's achievements, right? Um, it's done it's done enough. <laughs> like she she could just take take all the credit. Dan doesn't need any. Yeah, <laughs> his name is just Dan. I guess we'll probably like Don rather than Dan. But like it's it's so hard to not just get you go Dan. <laughs> yeah. This is my weakness, as like you know, because sometimes there are many people named Daniel, or at least one. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is, is there more I want to touch on for like this half of the episode? No, you're ready to move on. Yeah, okay. Tsunade remembers the day before she and Dan were. Tsunade. Re... <laughs> <laughs> Tsunade remembers the day before she and Dan were being sent on a dangerous mission. She gave him the necklace after he declared his intentions to protect the village and become the Hokage. He died in her arms. Shizune tells Naruto that ever since that day, she's been different. Naruto leaves to go train, and Jiraiya meets up with Tsunade. Jiraiya knows Tsunade intends to meet up with Orochimaru again, and implores her to think about the village, and the people who fought to keep it safe. Tsunade doesn't want to be lectured, and asks why Jiraiya brought Naruto. Jiraiya admits he reminds him of Tsunade's dead little brother. Naruto stays out training all night, and Tsunade ruminates on Orochimaru's offer over a game of pachinko. Uh, rest in peace, Dan. Yeah, he, did, he, he didn't, I mean, like, obviously we knew at the start of this flashback that he was going to die, but he was not all fucking long for this world. Mm-mm. Like, the, the, the problem is, 
that like you know if, if you want to tell me about like two like tragic losses that a person suffered i feel like if you're just gonna like shotgun them like this you have to be very very careful or else it comes off like kind of silly <laughs> uh-huh. yeah <laughs> right like like the like it's it's already kind of silly when like fucking Tsunade gives Nawaki the necklace and then he dies the next day, right? Where it's like, okay, like really the next day? But then what happens the fucking second time in like ten minutes of the episode, it's like, okay, alright. God, can you imagine how awful Orochimaru was after that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow, happened again, huh? <sighs> uh maybe, maybe you should get that necklace or dadlet next. Haha, <laughs> just kidding, unless <laughs> Unless. Hey, you know, third time's the charm. I mean, third time is the charm, as we as you know, right. as, as we wind up, you know. Fair, fair, but also, funny thing to say for Orochimaru. Like, funny thing to say at the time. Yeah, it would be a very funny thing to say at the time. Yeah, so, so I was, like, trying to, like, save Dan, and, like, you know, she, she's, like, doing her best to, like, heal him on the battlefield, but it's just too fucking late. This actually also raises another question to me, right? Because, like, you know, we, we, we see we see Don here. He's got a lot of internal damage, and, like, the healing jutsu isn't enough to, like rescue him mm-hmm. if nawaki was fucking unrecognizable i feel like maybe a medic there also wouldn't have been able to solve that problem yeah don't worry about it all right i won't worry about it yeah funny how like the thing that tsunade did because of like her loved ones or whatever right it, it wasn't like yeah your little brother got like a like a cut to the thigh and it got infected and he passed away mm-hmm. they're like yeah turned into mincemeat <laughs> Yeah, no, like some psycho turned him into a blood face. Like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and then and then she was there for the other one. So, like, obviously a medical specialist on the team didn't do shit. You know, there's still, like... Oh, obviously it's still a good idea to have, like, you know... Like, practically speaking, it makes sense that you should have, like, medics... Yeah. ...around. Yeah, in right. ...in a combat situation. It's just, like... It's weird how poorly this flashback makes the case for that. Right, yeah. It's weird how poorly this flashback makes the case for that. And it's also weird that, like, it is establishing, like, those instances as the, like, thing that caused Tsunade to, like, pursue that so hard. Mm -hmm. But it was just, like, not applicable in either case. Mm -hmm. Right? And, like, if, if, if they're going to go through, like, so much effort to, like, rob Tsunade of the, like, extremely basic idea to, to have like a medical specialist in ninja squads like on her own like without mm-hmm. w- without being inspired by like a particular tragedy that happens mm-hmm. to a boy and having a rochibaru say that 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 this happened because there weren't medics on the battlefield right they would they would at least make it the case that a medic on the battlefield would have helped like i, I get that this flashback is about like establishing like like here's the bad things that happened that like you know like drove Sonata to be this way or whatever. But it's weird that we don't see her, like, saving anybody. And it's weird that, like... I don't know. Yeah, it's weird that we don't see her saving anybody. And it's also weird that we don't see her, like, being in a position where she could have saved somebody. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's something more personal, like, oh, they probably don't see her save anybody, right? Because, like, I mean, obviously, like, I can just believe it's not as good at medical ninjutsu or whatever, right? Like, I don't need to, like, literally see it happen. But, again, you are definitely, like, more. it is definitely more apt to say that it's weird that we don't see her be in that position of, like... Yeah, like, if somebody was there, this would be different. Mm-hmm. But, like, no, like, both, like, both people very clearly died in a situation where, like, a medical specialist, like, wouldn't have helped. And it's just, like... I, I feel like I'm making this, like, a bigger deal than it is, right? But it's just, like, mm-hmm. it, it still just, like, sticks out to me so strongly. It's just, like, what are you... Naruto, the show, what are you fucking doing? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird. 
you know, like Naruto has heard she's going to explain this and how, like, you know, th- th- this changed Tsunade. And he's like, damn, okay, I'm going to go learn the Rasengan and fix this. And he, like, storms out. I was like, okay. Love this kid, so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> if I learn Jutsu enough, nobody will be traumatized. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the secret to the world. I'll just be the boy with the necklace who doesn't die. And you know what? Yeah. He will. You know? He will. <laughs> and we cut over to Jiraiya and Tsunade talking, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I don't know about this scene. Again, like, it's so, like, I don't know, like, it's it's so much like, okay, Jiraiya is going to, like, lecture Tsunade about, like, how, she, like, like what her character actually is. Or she's like, I, you know, she likes is, is talking about how she doesn't want to like be involved in the village. She doesn't want to like, you know, her her whole position about like, you know, not wanting to like throw her life away as the Hokage for like a, a dream that she doesn't believe in. And like, Dry is just like, no, actually, you're you're different than that. You actually care a lot because you're the woman, um, and you're very responsible, and you're gonna do all of this stuff. And it's like, it's like go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this isn't the fucking like the the thing is that like the Jiraiya I like is the guy who's like. Yeah, I'm not going to be the Hokage. That's not my fucking like. That, that, that's not who I am, right? And, and like, it, it just feels so fucking incompatible with him being the guy. But who is like, okay, but like this other woman has to fucking do it. Like this other person has to do it. Like it, it's okay for me to not want to do this, but like Tsunade fucking has to. It's it's just like I don't know. It's Jiraiya should. It's really frustrating. Jiraiya should have just sat down and just been like, all right, if you're not going to be the Hokage, then I have to do it. <laughs> and just like, oh god damn it. So pretty, please. <laughs> uh. If you're not going to be the Hokage, then I'll do it. This is a threat to you, by the way. <laughs> well, like, yeah, like, it, it feels like it is just, like, it is striking at the tension of, like, uh, what we're talking about, like, with, with, like how Sonata isn't, like, he allowed to, like, have her own, like, conclusions about, like, the, uh, about, like, like what, what what she wants in relation to the position of Hokage in the way that, like, all the other characters are. Like, very, I don't know, it, 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 like, it draws, it shines too bright of a spotlight on it because, like, again, J- Jiraiya got to be like, no, I don't want this job. Yeah. And like he, he like, I don't know. I'm like, I, I feel like there is room, right? For like, I m- maybe the show will even do this, and I'll be like pleasantly surprised. Like, I feel like there's room for like a story about like, hey, you know, Tsunade like, um, Tsunade like realizes that she can like carry on like the dreams of these people like more directly, which like still be kind of frustrating in the sense that like, she doesn't really have a motivation of her own, right? But like, mm-hmm. like it it, 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 would be better than I feel like we've got so far if it became a thing of her like, you know, like realizing that she could like claim these things that the people she cared about for herself, right? as like a reason to keep living like again like maybe that's even where this is going yeah god but like god and like i i I know i'm like doubling back on it and i know that like we've already talked about this so so much but just like it it, it keeps coming back to me just how like frustrating it is that sonata doesn't get to like just be the person who's just like yeah i care about people like having medical attention and like being safe and healthy right Mm -hmm. like she she can't even have that on her own without it being like a boy thing yeah you know, and like, cause like that would be something. That would be at least something where she could then like, because it was also mentioned during uh, the like Orochimaru conversation that like Tsunade hadn't treated anyone in like years, mm-hmm. right? And so it, yeah, you know, like probably because of her fear of blood or whatever. But like, if she had this strong like a uh, strong like uh like like emotional like personal connection just to being like a doctor and helping people in a way that like where, where she would like come to like advocate for like medical shit on her own, you know, mm-hmm. then that would at least be something that she could like get, get over the, the, the boy deaths and like come back into that and realize it's like, yeah. Okay. Like being, being Hokage is like a foot in the door in creating a world or at least like a village mm-hmm. that is like more in line with my beliefs there. And that would be something that would be, 
enough motivation to, like, rationalize her deciding to, like, actually be the Hokage in a way that, like, I wouldn't personally hate that much. And, like, yeah. and, like the show is so close to being there. It's just decided to make one too many things about the boys in her life who died. Right. Like, again, it's, I don't even want to, like, foreclose on the possibility of, like, maybe it will get there or, like, maybe it will get closer there. But, like, the picture these episodes are painting is that, like, Tsunade is a woman whose, like, personality just, like, fucking, like, changes completely every few years depending on, like, if a boy near here, like, dies or does something. And it's, like... I don't know, I, I want more, right? Like, I want more from a woman in the story, and I know I'm not gonna fucking get it from Naruto, but it's, like... Yeah. I, I, there's only so much I can fucking, like, turn that off when, like, the arc is about, like, here's what Tsunade's deal is. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about in the scene is that, like, you know, we learned, like, so obviously, Jiraiya, like, took Naruto with him, because, like, yeah, Naruto needs to be, like, safe from the Akatsuki are on the move, like, Naruto, like, probably does need to learn how to be stronger... But also, Naruto is, like, kind of here as, like, an attack on Tsunade. Honestly, sicko shit. Like, Orochimaru wishes. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I don't hate this. I love that this is, like, some fucking sicko shit that Jiraiya is doing. I love that this is, like, some, some like, fucking freak maneuver where he's like, yeah, hey, here's this kid who's, like, a lot like your dead brother who, like, also wants to be the Hokage. I know this is gonna fuck you up. I know I'm gonna fucking get you in the corner on this shit. Like, so, sometimes I, I I can't feel like it would be better if Naruto was more fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, like, the, the, the aspect of this conversation is, like, Jiraiya brought Naruto here as like a fucked up negotiation tactic is like way more compelling than the like Jiraiya lecturing Tsunade by the kind of person she is element of it right like like yeah like it, it just is I, I don't I don't have that much more to say about it yeah I think I've like I like basically like talking about my frustration about this one you know maybe next week we'll like wake up in a world where we feel better about all this stuff like I'm in the bargaining phase <laughs> speaking of next week what are we watching Next week, we are watching episodes 92, 93, and 94 of Naruto. Nice. Hey, eager for more? Check out our Patreon. We upload episodes up to a week early. Patreon.com slash Konoha Crush. All one word, Konoha Crush. You get access to those early episodes for just $3 a month. We also have a bonus podcast, Narukai Uzumaki. It's about like isekai and stuff. Last last month we did uh, ReZero, and this month we're watching Dot Hex Sign. So like, you know, come come check that out too. That's uh, that's uh, five bucks for that tier. You get access to that and the early episodes and everything before it. And I want to shout out our joining tier patrons, Maple and Izzy, future Jinchiriki of the Six Tailed Beast. Thank you so much for your support. Um, and also, I just want to say, hey, if you're listening, thank you so much. Um, if you like the show, uh, we don't, like, advertise or anything, basically anywhere. Like, we post our episodes on Twitter and Tumblr and stuff, but, like, that's it. So, like, if you like what's going on here, and, like, you have a friend that likes Naruto or whatever, like, maybe bring it up. Like, maybe talk about it. It would, like, actually mean a lot to me if, uh, word on the show, like, spread a little bit, you know? If this is, uh, if, if that's something you're comfortable doing. Any images we talk about during the episode can be found on our Twitter, at Konoha Crush, all one word, Konoha Crush. Uh, we have a Tumblr now where we post about things. That is Konoha Crush Cast, uh, all one word, Konoha Crush Cast. Tumblr.com. Uh, and besides that, I've been streaming on Twitch. Um, I'm actually going to do a Warframe stream because someone gave me a hundred dollars to do a Warframe stream. So I mean, that's that would, probably would have already happened by the time this episode is out because I'm doing it like tomorrow. But if you want, go and stream Warframe again. You know the price point. <laughs> Christ. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's twitch.tv slash Guinevere Teeth. Uh, G-U-I-N-E-V-E-R-E 
T-E-E-F. Guinevere Teef. Anything you want to shout out? No, I don't do shit out on this podcast. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. And remember, there's no such thing as filler.